I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Jen. And this is your Fruitful 15, where small changes in your daily habits can yield big results. We've given you all the pieces. We've talked about the why, we've talked about the wellness vision, and we've talked about SMART goals. But you know when you have all those pieces and then you have the instructions in front of you, like when you're trying to build an Ikea dresser and you're like, what is all of this that's going on? (laughs) I wanted to spend some time today to really talk about how all of those pieces fit together and to give you a couple of examples that you could learn from. Excellent. So Sarah, previously we talked about one of your whys, which is to be present with your family. I wonder if you would be willing to share your wellness vision with us. Absolutely. Thanks for asking. By the way, I always really appreciate that when I am having a session with a coach. So I spent some time writing out a wellness vision, as was our homework, and I'm just going to go ahead and read it. It says, I don't want life to pass me by. I don't want to wake up one day and say, I wish I had been more present with my family. I don't want to drag my way through the day in survival mode. I want to love life. I want to be present and energetic with my family and my work. What do you think? Well, Sarah, you know I love you, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) That's what I think. So, listeners, what do you think we could do to help Sarah improve her wellness vision? She's got great emotion behind it, and we know that her why about wanting to be present with her family is salad, but now we need to take the step from the why about being present with her family into her wellness vision and make that as wonderful as her why is. What can we do to make it better? I'll let you think about that for a second. Okay, Sarah, first thing that caught my ear was that there's a lot of don'ts in this. I don't want life to pass me by. I don't want to wake up one day and say, I wish I'd been more present. I don't want to drag my way And so there's a bit of a negativity to this. Like, I don't want to drag my way through the day in survival mode. So when we're thinking that way, that tends to create some negative thoughts, right? And we want to keep this positive. Another thing is that this is a little bit vague. When you say, I want to love life, what does that mean for you, Sarah? And also, I notice that this is in the future tense. I will be present and energetic with my family and work. So the thing that might be one of the hardest things for people to wrap their minds around is that we got to keep this in the present tense because that is how our brain starts to accept it as our reality. And when there is some what we call cognitive dissonance between what we are telling ourselves and what we're about to do, that becomes very uncomfortable, right? So is there an example you can think of where your wellness vision might have changed your behavior because it was, it kind of acted as a speed bump, right? To make you think this thing I'm about to do isn't in line with my values or my wellness vision. Can you think of something like that that happened in your life? Yeah. I mean, I have a really simple example, I think, which is if I said something like I'm present with my family and my work. And that was just like part of my wellness vision. And then maybe I was trying to hang out with my family, but I was also simultaneously scrolling the news on my phone. Yes. I might stop for a second and think, oh, remember my wellness vision says I'm present with my family and my work. Is scrolling the news on my phone commensurate with that particular piece of my wellness vision? 
Excellent example. It creates some discomfort, right? And it makes you feel like, oh, maybe this isn't commensurate with my wellness vision. So therefore, what do I need to do to make it line up with my wellness vision? I'm going to stop scrolling on my phone, right? Definitely. So that is why it's so important to put this wellness vision in the present tense so that we can actually make sure that it's what our brain is registering as our here and now, and it starts to become our reality. And it creates that cognitive dissonance, that discomfort when we start to do something that's not in line with it. If we keep it in the future tense, then our brain has no problem doing whatever we're doing, scrolling on our phone when we mean to be present. Because it's not something we are expecting ourselves to be doing now. We're expecting to be that way in the future. That makes total sense. Okay. Yeah. Good, good. good. It makes complete sense. And it just really highlights for me the importance of making sure that it's in the present tense, that you are embodying that person that you want to be. You're doing it right in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So how could we recraft your wellness vision to make it? even more effective. So if I heard you correctly, I want to make sure that I'm staying positive and being positively focused, that I'm being specific, and that I'm also making sure that I'm in the present tense. Correct. Okay. So let me try my hand at this. So maybe I'm present for my family and my work, and I practice lifestyle habits that empower me to have that presence with my family and my friends and my work, including being active regularly, fueling my body, meditating, and getting plenty of sleep. And I love my life because I'm able to be present and energetic with my family and my work. And each day feels like an opportunity to seize upon those wonderful moments with the people I love and with the work that I love. Awesome work, Sarah. Thank you. I really appreciated you coaching me through that. That was fun. Okay. Will you do the same for me with my goals? I would love to. All right, Coach Sarah, here are my goals. I'm going to enjoy life. I'm going to walk more. I'm going to make walking a priority and I will take better care of myself. Wow. So those are, I love that you have come up with a couple of goals and that there's a lot of energy and excitement behind those goals. But are you giving me, you're being very kind, but are you giving me the... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I think our listeners would too. And I want to pause and ask listeners to think about What are some of the things with these goals that you could do to make them more effective? So I'll let you think about that for a second. But some of the things that I notice are that the goals are a little bit vague. So for example, when you say I'm going to enjoy life, I'm not quite sure what that means. And on an even deeper level, when you say I'm going to walk more, I'm not sure what that means. Does that mean you're going to walk 50 times a day? Does that mean you're going to (laughs) walk once a day? And they're also not measurable, right? So we remember Mm -hmm. that acronym S-M-A-R-T for SMART. So they need to be specific. They need to be measurable. They need to be attainable. They need to be relevant and they need to be time bound. And so 
we really kind of need to work with these goals a little bit to get them to that place. So Jen, if you could pick one of these goals that's most important to you, which one would you choose? Let's see, probably taking better care of myself. Okay, let's start there. What I first want to ask you is what's important about that goal to you? Let's see. So to me, when I take better care of myself, I feel better and I have more energy for everything I'm doing. Mm. So that's why it's important to me. Okay. So what I'm driving at there is what is the relevance of this goal to Jen? So Mm. why is taking better care of yourself important to you at all? So I'm really trying to drive down to that why. Yeah. So I think it really helps me to live my best life when I'm taking good care of myself. And that just enhances my quality of life. Mm. Okay. I can see why that's relevant to you. So we've improved one aspect of that. Let's improve a couple of other aspects of it. So let's get specific. What do you mean when you say you'll take better care of yourself? Well, I'm pretty good at the nutrition and exercise and stress management part. What I'm not as great at is the sleep part. I tend to want to stay up late and get up early. And then as is not surprising, I'll feel tired the next day. (laughs) So for me, I really would like to work on better sleep habits. In the past, sometimes when I've set an alarm to actually go to sleep at night, like go to sleep by 9 or 10 p.m., that has been really helpful to me. So maybe, maybe my goal could be more about like, I will make sure I get seven, seven and a half hours of sleep every night. Okay. So what I'm hearing is that it's important to you to get more rest because that connects back into that why of living your best life and of living a really um, quality of life. And one of the ways that you think you could achieve that is by getting the rest that you need. And in the past, you've been successful by setting an alarm. So you're thinking about maybe setting an alarm to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Let's get even more specific. So you're going to set an alarm. Tell me how you could make that even more smart. Okay. So I will set an alarm. It goes off at 8.30 p.m., so that gives me 30 minutes to finish up what I'm doing, wind down, and then be in bed going to sleep by 9.30. Okay, and how long are you going to try to do this for? I'm going to do this for the next year, Sarah. Wow. Because <laughs> then it will be so much a part of my life that I think I'll just do it naturally. It'll be ingrained then, It right? will be. Yes. <laughs> okay, Jen. So let's make this goal super smart. And let me ask you, how are you going to measure that you're getting more rest at night? Oh, that is a great question. So actually, Sarah, I have a Fitbit and I could wear that. And then it will track my sleep and then I can, over as time goes by, I can look at it and see how well I'm doing with measuring this goal. That sounds wonderful. And our last task is I'm going to ask you to just restate your goal one more time for me. Okay. So my goal is 
I take great care of myself, making sure that I get at least seven hours of sleep every night. And I measure this wearing my Fitbit. Wonderful. We made it so smart, Jen. Ding we for you. Did. Hey, thanks. I'll ding myself. <laughs> so what are your major takeaways from this exercise? Well, I loved your IKEA analogy. We could probably all relate to that. And I, I do feel like we gave a bunch of pieces. And I think this hopefully will be helpful for people to see really how to concretely put them together. Again, I think we went over that both the, once you find your why, then, you know, you move on to your wellness vision, which is great. And that should be in the positive. It should be very specific and you want it in the present, right? I think we nailed that one. Mm -hmm. What am I missing? I don't think you're missing anything. I think that is a wonderful summary of how the why, the wellness vision and the SMART goals fit together and how you can take your goals and do a little bit of revising and changes to them to make them more effective. And I think we actually have a listener call about this, right? We do, and I will play it for you right now. Hi, Sarah and Jen. This is Dave, and I am listening to your podcast, and I wrote a wellness vision. But I have a question. Now I'm working toward my goal. And I actually think a couple of my goals need some adjustment. Is it okay to go back to backtrack a bit and uh, change my goals? Appreciate your thoughts on this. Thanks very much. All right. So, Sarah, we are going to delve into that next week. Yes, next week we are going to talk about what to do when life happens and revisiting your goals is going to be a part of how you address and cope with when life happens. Awesome. So Jen, what's our homework this week? So let's spend some time reviewing and revising the wellness vision and the SMART goals, especially now that we reviewed some key points about them. Hopefully that will be helpful. Please feel free to call us at 928-793-1353 and check out our show notes. And you can always email us too at the fruitful15podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for letting us join your healthy journey. So next week, join us when we talk about what to do when life happens. This has been your Fruitful 15, where you can change your life in just 15 minutes a day. 